When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with Hackmaster, Ralph Dory Bash, MD. Co-host, Catherine Brandt. Andy Brandt Bernard. Cassie Schrader. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it is sunny and 40 degrees outside. Sunny and 40. It's really warm, yeah. Yeah, it's It's beautiful. It's pleasant. Yeah, it's been nice. Except this is a Colorado winter. Yes. I'll take it. We shall be right back, ladies and gentlemen. A little news, a little information. Kristen Burt, some great guests today. Back in seconds, Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Tell us about this warranty for life thing. I, you, know, you know, you understand a lot more about this than I do. Well, of course. I know you're not an automotive mechanic. So let me tell you a cool story. This just happened a couple of days ago. I got an email. Somebody emailed me at Doug at Walzer.com, and he goes, Hey, I bought a 2005, and I think it was a Honda Accord, back in 2014, having some problems with the engine. Uh, do I have any coverage? So... I called the Honda store, we looked it up, and sure enough, the card qualified for a lifetime powertrain warranty. So it had to be under 60,000 miles at the time of purchase, a uh, non-highline vehicle. And they covered the engine repair. Think about what that means. That's a 13-year-old car, and the guy got his engine replaced. 
It doesn't cover every single thing on the car, but all the, it's like major medical coverage. So the engine goes bad, transmission, four-wheel drive system. You're covered as long as you own the car, as long as you maintain it to factory standards. It's pretty cool. It actually is really cool. Well, I mean, it's a lot cooler than you or me. Well. It is really cool, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, 15-year-old car. And that's why I buy all my cars, and my family buys all their cars from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com, because of warranty for life. And you like working with me, too, right, Tommy? Tommy? Tom? I, I don't think he's there. <laughs> that's really nice. Very professionally <laughs> delivered from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Hollywood, Hollywood swing in. When you hear this song, ladies and gentlemen, you know that Kristen Burt can't be far from that spot. What? Or maybe she is. Hi. Uh, there she is. What's up, sister? Hi. What are you doing? Um, I'm trying to crank out as many articles as I can before Friday because they're all due. Oh. <laughs> articles for today. what? She does all kinds uh, of things. For Dance Network, wrapping up the year, and I also work for SheKnows.com, and I've got a couple other articles for them due. So everything's due by Friday, so I'm at my desk. I will say the same thing to you that I said to Michelle Tafoya this morning. Do you think you'll ever get a real job? <laughs> exactly. No, don't do it. People don't go to California so they don't have to get a if real I, job. That's true. Yeah. Exactly, and if I get a real job, I can't visit you on Tuesdays. See, that would not work for me. I'm yeah, just telling you. It. So I'll continue with my fake job in 2000. Your fake job will work just perfectly. It'll be just absolutely wonderful. Um, I'm just thinking about some different things. Catherine and I started watching Louder Milk. Yes. Which Louder I, Milk? Louder Milk. Yep. Rob Livingston what and Will Sasso. What was he on before? I've been, He's I'm, on Million Little Things. Something else. Well, he's been on a lot of things. I mean, like 19... Wait, Ron Livingston? Yeah, Ron Livingston. Ron Livingston. Well, he was office the space. guy on Sex that's... in the City and Office Space. Yeah. Sex in the that's City. Sex what in you're... the City and oh. Office Space. Yeah, that's probably uh, yeah, that's it. If you are a big Sex in the City person, you know him as the Post-it guy. Right. <clears throat> Never saw him. Broke up with Bradshaw on a Post-it note. He's mm -hmm. the... Uh, Bradshaw? Yeah. He's the yeah. straight man from um, Office Space. Right. That's what I know. For all from. the dudes out there, office space, all the girls are like, Sex in the City. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what? I, I he's tell good. You, I like him. He's really good in Louder Milk. I don't know if you, it's in its second season now. I mean, they do go way over the top with the language. There's no yeah, doubt about that. Yeah, sometimes they do. Yeah. But it's really, really good. What kind of name is Louder Milk? Louder Milk is. Is he a milk man? I have never heard no, of that no, name there's before a this show. Well, what's his, what's his name? Uh, the, the singer Louder Milk. Uh, what the hell is his name? Not Wade. Is it Wade Loudermilk? I can't remember his name. There's a Loudermilk. Sam Loudermilk. Stan, Stan Loudermilk? Sam? He's, he's Sam Loudermilk on the show. Is that yeah, he is, show? right. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And, and the young woman that's in it, Will Sasso is really good in it. The, the woman down the hall, I think everybody's really good in the whole deal. But when they get together for their AA meetings, it is phenomenal. It's very funny. Guys, so I, I'm the new guy. I don't care. I don't give an F what you are. Well, I want to be the new guy, and just call me the new guy. It is, uh, it's it's very, very good. They do an excellent job, so we've been watching that lately. I, I've Now, we're going on holiday break on Friday at about 2 o'clock, and I have about 10 movies that I have to catch up and watch. 
Kristen, and it's your fault. Always my fault. I love it. What are you catching up on? I have not seen Mary Poppins. Huh? I haven't seen... Well, it opens tomorrow. That's why you... I haven't seen Gone with the Wind. I haven't seen the original? Sound of Music. Uh, you had never saw you saw Mary Poppins, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yeah. I lied about that one. Um, Not the new one, though. Oh, let me see. The what new one tomorrow. What yeah. do I want to see of the top ten? Mule. The mule. The mule. I definitely the want to mule, see the mule. Yeah. A little bit depressing. Mule. How about Vice? Do you want to see Vice? What's Vice? Yeah, what's Vice? Vice is the one about Dick Cheney. Oh. No, I don't think so. It's not, all this politics are driving me nuts. I'm sick to death of them. They're all lying and to you're us anyway. Going to get his- Screener of it, though it's part of the the SAG Awards. So when are I, when are my screeners coming? I haven't gotten any yet. What the hell's that all? You I got them in Florida last year. Yeah. Oh, did they come to Florida last year? Yeah, yeah. I got them really late last year. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, they're gonna be. Um, we'll start getting them probably by the end of this week uh, in time for Christmas viewing. And, and oh, why? Okay. And why hasn't the why hasn't SAG uh, gone to uh, a digital? Or a uh, streaming kind of system, rather than sending. They do, they do. Okay, they do. Why don't I get yeah, that? Yeah, we've been on digital. Well, you get your PIN card in the mail, and then you okay. get your PIN uh, code, and you, you're allowed to use digital. But sometimes they, they double up. Honestly, they send you screeners, and they send you uh, streaming. And some they only do streaming. Other ones they send you movie cash, so you can actually go to the theater. It just depends on the distribution company. Oh, okay. Who has a DVD player? Wait a minute. We had to play I it on computers. Players. Yeah, we had yeah. to play it on the computer. That's interesting. Oh, yeah, we couldn't I do that last year because is... you couldn't figure out how. <laughs> yeah, we were trying to figure out how to do the put it in the computer. There's a put site the you go to. into the TV so you could watch it on the big screen <laughs> yeah. TV. That was a disaster. We couldn't do that. You just need the cord. You just didn't... need the cord to attach to your laptop. Well, that's and all. And then you can watch it on your TV. Or a smart TV. Go to Best Buy and tell them I need... Yeah. yeah, but you can log in on on uh, uh, with your TV, smart TVs. There's an internet browser on your TV. You should be able to log in, boom, stream it, done. Yeah, you you probably have a smart TV down there now. So at that, yeah, oh, yeah, we have a new TV. At that yeah, point, that, you can I think that was just... the problem. We had a very old TV. Oh yeah, it was. And so I don't old. even think there was yeah. a port for the cord. So so, so Kristen, oh, it only worked with the uh, old. It, it it only worked with mimeographs. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Maybe not that old. It's probably true. Kristen, I'm looking at my SAG and AfterCard. Is it the eight number code that I'm I supposed to use? No, they're going to send you. They send oh. you a postcard that um, gives you instructions on how to obtain your PIN code. So where is all it. your mail going for SAG? Unbelievable! No, it hasn't arrived yet. Hey, you it just hasn't arrived yet. you I just depressed the hell out of me, by the way, by bringing up SAG and AFTRA. Not again. You know why? Oh, what happened? I just why? realized I've been a member of SAG and AFTRA for forty-five years. Mm. <laughs> way to go! Yeah, I feel did... so youthful <laughs> now. Now, which one did you join first? Because they were AFTRA. separate unions originally. AFTRA, yeah. You were AFTRA. Okay, that makes yeah, they still have separate retirement programs, which is good. You get both of them. Yeah, yep, you get mm. both of them. Yeah. Or neither of them. <laughs> or, neither, <laughs> or neither, as it works out. Yeah, we're all going to go broke <laughs> anyway. So nothing and like it. Yeah. Well, we were going to give you a ton of dough, but now you're not getting it. Yeah, that's never happened yeah, before, and, has it? And I just realized that uh, I, three three members of my family are uh, inactive SAG after members. Are they? Yeah, Ashley, Josh, and Trevor. Or, or Ashley, Josh, 
and Lindsay are all uh, uh, members but are inactive. Yeah, but they have retirement benefits. Oh, I'm certain. <laughs> 39 cents. Really? Yeah. I actually may have more than uh, – Josh have a couple, but – It better not, folks. Lindsay they owe me a lot of money, man. <laughs> You know what I loved about that one time? The local after woman, I can't remember her name now, but I, was, I had to call her, and she was not very pleasant to me. I don't think she was a fan of the radio show at all or one of those deals. And mm-hmm. she was like, well, you got to do this, you got to do that. And I said, let me ask you a question. I've been paying for everybody's health care at Sagan after for the, the, for, the, for the past 25 years. Why have you got an attitude? I mean, seriously. I, I was the only guy here that did national voiceover and, and – contributed all that money to the local sag and after it's like what are you doing why would you want to be unpleasant to me a pill yeah god it's all i ever do is yeah. give 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 that's it that's my whole deal Kristen. give give give, 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 give. that's it your altruism is oh, underwhelming you're it's such underwhelming. a giver such a giver it's all true so yeah i want to see the mule and i want to see what else what else is has opened in the last couple of weeks. I have no. There are some that I have no interest in. If it's over two hours long, or even two hours long, I'm not seeing it. It's not happening. I'm not going to the movie Where's theater. Happens returns to be on everybody's list. I'm just saying. How long is it? Everybody's list. Two hours exactly. And it goes by very quickly. Which is really good. Oh, it does. Okay. I promise you, because you know I don't like. You know I don't like long films either. I'm with no, you on this, and know. it flew by for me. Good. I'm glad. I can't I'm wait to see. Excited it. to see that. Yeah, I saw it's really, really good, and I it's it's rare that like something like this holds true to exactly what the classic is. Oh, good, because that's a big for mm-hmm. big thing for me. I agree with you completely. It has to hold true, or it's not going to make me happy. Is there any John C. Riley stuff yeah. to listen to or see? Oh, Stan and Laurel. Mm-hmm. I mean, Stan and Ollie. Is that out? Yeah. It's is, coming out this uh, week, isn't yeah, it? Or is it next week? week? Well, they have the Sherlock. Holmes I think it's one. next week. It's next week. Okay. Yeah, this weekend is Second Act and Aquaman and Mary Poppins Returns. It's a really big movie weekend. So, right. And Bumblebee. Right. got real, a lot of action films. It's not coming out till December 28th. Oh, really? Yeah. What is it? Oh, well, that's Ollie. also next week. Damn it. Okay. And, and, we'll see it yeah. when we're down in Florida. And the, what, Aquaman, is that Marvel? Mm-hmm. No, it's DC. I just saw it last yeah. night. DC. Dark. <laughs> no, actually, it was really good, well, and yeah. it had a lot of comedy. It's really good it's for finally, right? Finally yes, finally. We're getting there. Yeah, we're getting laughs from the DC uh, universe. They probably realize that that's all. They just have to copy Marvel at this point, and they'll do well. Because, <laughs> yeah, no one no one cares about serious superhero movies, except for, like, the huge ones, like Infinity War. But that was, like, you know... 300 different superheroes all in yeah. one so I would have, everyone liked I it. would have to say that this hands down is my favorite DC movie that oh. has been done it was, and you've seen them all so oh, it's yes. really good it's beautifully shot oh, that's the nice. um and we saw it in 3D oh so it was just like Ooh. in the underwater ocean scenes with all the fish flying around and swimming and all oh. this stuff it was fantastic to see it cool. so if you're gonna see it see it in 3d so it's better than the aquaman and in aquaman love story that was out with the one oh, shape of water, shape <laughs> of water. <laughs> yeah. ridiculous movie ever made see, i didn't like the i didn't oh, like the writing yeah. of it but i like the styling and i like the scenes or okay. the sets i liked all that i stuff. love the lady falling in love with a fish give me a <laughs> that really would. speaks well for your husband by the way that's really nice yes yeah. Hey, he had an eight-pack. <laughs> I will tell you something about that movie that annoyed me to no end. 
Let's see. There's a uh, woman who never finished high school and can barely speak English, but let's her let's let her wander back and forth in the secret chamber. <laughs> what? Well, the whole point was that she was a cleaning lady and they're invisible. But that's the whole the whole point is she's not getting they to a high secret area. Highly secret. Not they happening. They made fish dildos after that movie. Yes, Come they on. did. Quality. <laughs> what? What Where did, did you, you buy just, yours? What? <laughs> not they as in the movie producers. <laughs> Kristen, if if you would have no. If, Other people did. If, <laughs> if you would have, uh, it's a woman's question, what, question four, women. If you would have gone to the Shape of Water and the fish guy was kind of like, more like a grouper or a whale. <laughs> yeah, what about that? You know, not, not as cut and things like that. What, what do you th- would you have enjoyed it as much? I'm uh, going to say that this is, no, <laughs> Doug Jones, who, who made that fish into something. He's an incredible character actor, and he's an incredible physical actor. And that's what made that role. If any other actor had played it, we would never be talking about this film. But so, See, so he I, could have had an extra 30, 40, 50 pounds, and it'd be just as good. I felt that a lot of the love story part was, was about the fact that, he, like I said, she was a cleaning lady. She was invisible. Nobody paid any attention to her. She had this boring life, and he saw her. Mm-hmm. And and it, that's what the whole love story that was. The start He's a of the whole fish, thing. but he saw her. Well, he could he could care. Women care about being you know paid attention so, to. So he could have not dismissed. And absolutely, and oftentimes, like we live in a in a world or in a life when you you can be married and this can happen, you feel incredibly lonely. And I think that loneliness was very palpable. I think it was too. Yeah, yeah, and I can relate to that. So he could have been Not fifty. My marriage, but 50 when pound, I was my single days. He could have been fifty pounds heavier, and he could have discovered her too, and it would have been just as believable. Most likely, but he was—he was, was the king. Plated. He was the king of his species. Remember that. Well, he could still. But then he should have carried extra weight because he got all the all the support from everybody else. Had everything to eat, everything okay. like that. And pro- he could swim from here to China and, and be a, just fine. And <laughs> soak in a whale. You're making here's the, here's the thing though. I got to tell you, you're making a really bad point when it comes to women. Women will date. Men who are heavier, or women, or men who aren't as good-looking, because guess what? We like personality, and we fall in love with sense of humor. Men, I think, are more visual and prefer to have a woman who's better-looking or thinner. So maybe he was a that hot fish true. for the men. But when women, <laughs> yeah, that's it. But when women go to movies, they want <laughs> fantasy. They don't want reality. And yes, they may they may like a personality. They may spend time with someone no, who may. No, Seth Rogen. No, Seth Rogen would not be popular and in film if women didn't like Seth Rogen. That's true. That's true. And he and for a long time he's been a chubby funny guy. That, so so now, so but. so you're saying that that uh, the shape of water would have been just as successful if the guy would have had an extra 50 pounds on him. As long as Doug Jones was playing it. I said it's the actor that made that Okay. Role. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. If you you had made him 50 pounds overweight, yes. I disagree. I have a question for you as we go to break in 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they make Aquaman talk like this? <laughs> Why doesn't Aquaman talk like that? How do you do that? <laughs> that. He's a trained Because he was above the water. Oh, I don't care. We got to see Jason Momoa shirtless for oh, the majority God, of the movie so i was happy my yes. point exactly it's fantasy my point exactly with his Thank tribal you. tattoos we shall be right <laughs> back Kristen burt from los angeles tom bernardo 
Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski, who's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company called XCheck. Tom, it's a payment app we developed. We wanted a simple application that was safe and secure, easy to use, and a way in which you could pay the kid who cuts your grass, shovels your snow, way you could split a dinner check without having to exchange cash, without having to write a check. The app processes the payment, puts it right into the receiver's account literally the same day. It's free to our customers. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. This is Tom Why Not Bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, celebrating 20 years of providing a better banking experience. Check out nabankco.com slash KQ for more about XCheck. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Mike is a disaster. Now, wait a minute. You better cut out that. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, 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 Tommy. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Whiting Clinic has changed their name to include their two specialties, LASIK and cataract surgery. Whiting Clinic is best known for their amazing LASIK results and ability to enhance thousands of lives by restoring vision to clarity without the need for glasses or contacts. You've heard me rave about them for years. You know that. But did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed. And I'm a perfect example of their good work. You know what I'm saying. I see so clearly now. When my clear LASIK vision started to fade due to cataracts, Whiting Clinic took care of me again and have the most advanced lens technology so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you're over 60 and have noticed your vision starting to fade, call the experts at Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. To learn more about your options for cataract surgery and clearer vision, visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020. That's 855-554-2020. And please tell them Tom sent you. Ladies and gentlemen, celebrating a holiday from the hated religion of Christianity. <laughs> I just love the fact that Americans hate Christians now. But all the other their religions, those are okay. Those are fine. But Christians, you damn Christians. Well, America does have a self-loathing problem. They really do. Isn't yes, it just amazing? It's really self-loathing. Does. Blaming things on themselves that are not our fault at all. What is that, Kristen? You live out there in hellhole land. <laughs> I love doing that to you. You love California. You know, I haven't been there in a while. It's been a long time since I've been there. It was actually. like 19, I, know, I think. How come you don't come out and do a show here? We, I, almost came out and, I almost came out and did the morning show at KLOS many years ago, and then we decided not to do it. You know, you regret when, that? When Mark and Brian came out there to do the morning show, mm-hmm. I turned that job down. That's why they, they went out there. I don't know. I don't, should I have Any gone to Los Angeles? I don't know, Catherine. What do you think? I don't think it would have been a great You think plan. Tommy would have been dead by now? I think Tom would have <laughs> ran with a bad crowd. Yeah, that's, that's a possibility. <laughs> been with bad apples. Bad oh. apples. No. A bad crowd. Now, Kristen and Cassie, I want you to, I want to ask you both. Uh, for your interpretation of Catherine's e- uh, text message she sent to me this morning. Okay. <laughs> okay, what do you think she meant by this? 
She texted me this morning, and the text said, shut up. That's because you were saying that I didn't <laughs> the the text, hell? I didn't give you the right name. When I wrote it, I wrote all of it down Honey, because you, said, you were making her promises. Matasculco. Well, I don't know how to Skulka. spell it. How her name is not Sebastian Maniscalco. Then why did I write Sebastian because Maniscalco? Because Manis- Sebastian Maniscalco is the guy I'm going to get the book from signed for Stephanie. Okay, well, mm. Stephanie was the woman's name. And so you, you already knew her last name because it was the same as no, Sebastian. Not, no, that's her birth name. She's got a married name. Are you sure it's not Sebastian? <laughs> <laughs> You're on So I, I go, that's not his name. She texts me back, shut up. What the hell kind of marriage is that? Answer that for me. I'm trying to be oh, pretty God. blunt. <laughs> No yeah, hidden message. Well, yeah. What did I mean by that? I meant to shut up. Oh, I gotta, actually, actually, Kristen, you'll, you'll like this. I think you'll like this a lot. Way back in the day, you know, 30 years ago or whatever, when the, when the show just blew up and we, went, we had a 30 share in the morning and it was just, I mean, it, literally 99% of people in the state of Minnesota were listening to the show. Catherine would walk by me about every 90 days and go, you know, you're not that special. And then just walk well, away. Well, you were getting insufferable with your I fame. Was, no, I was. <laughs> yeah, God. Uh-huh. You know. You know your be- ego. Yeah. Oh, okay, Kristen. Tom, okay. between Catherine Check that and, at the door, sir. Between Catherine and Kristen <laughs> and Michelle and Brittany and Candace, you're a saint. You're a true saint for putting up with this. Oh, you know what I do to Brittany now after she got married? Oh. Every time she makes a mistake on the show, I go... Arneson. <laughs> Just like Pyle from the Gomer Pyle USMC Pyle. Boy, now there's a reference people will understand. Oh, man. <laughs> like, like, like you brought up this he morning. Be right. you, brought up, you brought up one of my absolute favorite people in the world. Jimmy, Jimmy Durante. I love Jimmy Durante. Jimmy Durante. And he would. Do, do you, Frosty, do, there's no man. <laughs> Kristen, do you know who we're talking about? Jimmy? I know who he is, but I don't know oh, about him. You you show, to, well, show, he's about a thousand years old. It was so great. His show, when he would walk in on, onto Fairly. a show, the start, the, the lights would light up when he would step on, the, step on the little on stone. The, that's yeah. right. Cute. It's true. Kristen, I'll tell you what kind of guy Jimmy Durante was, okay? Now, he's, okay. The, one who, he's the one who plays uh, the narrator on Frosty the Snowman, and he also sings the theme song. For oh, the, yes. So that's Jimmy Durante. When he moved to New York to try to break into acting, because back then they moved to New York, not Los Angeles, uh, he tried to break in, and a woman took him in. He didn't have money to pay his rent for the first couple of months, so she covered him on it. So every day until the day he died, when he'd do a show at the very end, he'd walk up, or he'd walk downstage or up to the camera, and he'd good night, and he'd say, "Good night, Mrs. Calabash, wherever you are." It was very, very sweet. He was so grateful and thankful that he thanked her publicly every time he performed. How cool is that? I love that. Isn't that sweet? He was a Vegas act, wasn't he? That oh, is yeah. really sweet. Yeah. I mean, he was just a really nice guy from what I understand. And never, never, the schnoz, they called him. He had a big nose. He's an Italian guy who took like this. <laughs> I just love it. Oh, speaking of that, by the way, Kristen, I want to ask you a question. I'm thinking mm-hmm. of doing a game show, Real or Fake Accent. Okay, and you know, okay. you know who my number one contestant, the very first contestant, is going to be real or fake accent. Who? Cardi B. Well, of course, it's... Cardi B. No one yes. talks like good. that. No. Good God! I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> no one talks like that. 
this whole thing with rap now, where they go so far over the top with the accent and the... Well, I think it was Snoop Dogg that ruined everything for everyone. Well, well they're it, clowns. They're not they are clowns. singers. They're clowns. No, you're they right. dance around on stage and talk funny and they people do. laugh. But I do like the fact that Cardi B's boyfriend is named after a printing press. Her boyfriend's name is Offset. <laughs> offset. Offset. Offset type. Offset printing and offset type. Oh, that's right. He's amigo. That's right. He looks. He looks a lot like uh, Snoop Dogg, actually. Kind of. Sometimes they have similar yeah, hairstyles yeah. depending on how they're wearing it. I just love it. When... Oh, their marriage only lasted less than a year. Yeah, what a shock. Yeah, big surprise. Maybe those... not surprising since he had eighteen hundred mistresses. How many? About 1,800. Honestly, he was cheating on her when they were dating, and then she got pregnant, and then he was cheating on her when they were married, and he was having well, threesomes with Instagram oh models, God. and that was well documented, and what? there you go. So what, did he live right by the Los Angeles School for the Blind? He's not exactly a knockout-looking guy. Jesus. He has a small amount of money. Yeah, it's true. He's got a lot of money. and yeah, someone can... If he can buy something for someone, they'll... You know, there's a so, lot of gross people out there so he's having a relationship with instagram models so they were attracted to him physically for this or were there was there money involved for this? uh they just want to hook up with someone who's famous yep. a lot of people just want to be associated with that yeah well here's a something that you might find surprising people with a lot of depth offset is uh a career criminal no, that's I hard never to saw believe. that coming. Really? Offset. It's just that's so phony. The whole thing is so phony. That's uh, rap deal. Oh, every song sounds exactly the same, it's and they're all money. thugs and gangsters. And n- come on, has Snoop Dogg ever even seen a gun? Uh, it, oh, I'm a gangster. You're not a gangster. Give me a break. Good God. This dog went to jail. I'm pretty sure he knows what a gun is. Well, he murdered two people, didn't he? Yes. <laughs> oh, she goes, yes. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, he got away pretty, with murder. That's pretty uh, gangster. Pretty bad. Got away with murder gangster. twice. No, he, know, he, knows, he knows both weapons and guns. Yes, there you go. It's absolutely the fact right there. But in any case, uh, if you're going to use a fake accent, I, I wish you'd use the accent of Aunt Esther from the Sanford and Son show. She had the greatest accent ever. Fred Sanford, ain't no grieving, I'm leaving. <laughs> I loved her on that show. I don't remember her. Oh, Aunt was Esther a, was the best part of the show. She was. She was. She looked like a tall woman, uh, broad shoulders, uh, slender, gray hair down to her to under her shoulders. Oh, she was the best. She was oh. actually a gorgeous woman too. They they uglied her up for the role. Wow. She's a very pretty well, woman. She, well, of course, her sta- she was statuesque. She also said this to Fred oh, Sanford one time. Fred was running his mouth about. You know, I used to live next door to the ugliest woman in St. Louis, and then you moved here and took over the championship. And she said, Fred Sanford, when you leave this house tomorrow, you're going to be walking with three shoes, two on your feet, and one in your ass. (laughs) (laughs) See, now that is entertainment. Now we're talking. What do you think, Chris? That's funny. I don't really remember much about that show. i got to be honest. Uh, uh, Yeah, Kristen, who... uh, Fred Sanford... 
Red Fox was really a, a hardcore entertainer, really had a very raw act. Yes. Is there anybody now who has, has an act like that? I think it's really hard to have a raw act it like is. that now because it yep. it's the political, politically correct police are out yeah. full force. All the snowflakes will melt in their seats. It won't work. Kristen, how do we decide what's offensive and what isn't? Because Catherine and I were watching the uh, Funny You Should Ask show the other night. And oh, the, horrible. The, very offensive. The question was, is it true that they have, what did it say, clothing for cows? Or something like that. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, the, it, is it true they have clothing for cows? And the comedian said they actually like to repeat, be referred to as plus size. Yeah. Now, that's fat shaming, isn't yep. it? Yep. yep. So oh, how, how can you fat shame? And that's not offensive. I mean, I'm not offended by it. Like, you say whatever you want. I'm not offended by any of it. Who cares? It's, it depends on who you are. It, it, it's very true. If you've it? demonstrated that you aren't yeah. going to cave to the pressure, they won't go after you. When, whenever I hear something that's offensive to me, so um, uh, Paul Mooney, Paul Mooney's act is, yeah. he, he really doesn't like white people. He hates white people. There's and no doubt about it. Yet, when you listen to him and you're offended, it gives, you, it gives me an opportunity to be introspective about what, I, what he's saying to really try to understand that, so you can grow. Yeah. You know, you may right. be, you may be right, you may be wrong. I don't know, but that's why you listen to that sort of stuff, so you can get beyond that. I will tell you this though, I will be forever grateful to the Dave Chappelle Show and Paul Mooney for inventing the character Negro Domus. <laughs> <laughs> Negro Domus. He would tell the future. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Just, I mean, that was hilarious. And, and and Paul Paul Mooney also did. He also was on that the, the sketch. I know I know black people. Yes, I know black people. I know yep. black people. And it was some white guy that won the phenomenal, sketch. phenomenal, in the racial draft. That, <laughs> that, that show was and never. Now, Kristen, you had to have seen the blind white supremacist. Did you ever see that? Bit? No. Oh my God! No, I haven't. It's about a black kid who's born and he's he's just given away, and they find out he's blind, so he's in an all-white school. And they said, "Well, we didn't want him to feel offended or, <laughs> or left out, so we just told them he was white <laughs> <laughs> and made him a supreme." Oh, it is yeah. so biting! It you is the best thing YouTube. in the world. Best bit funny. I've ever seen. Big J Okerson did the final polish on that bit. Oh, did and he? It is one of the funniest things I have. It is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. The, oh. the stuff that he says that Dave Chappelle says is just so phenomenally funny. And if you have any bit of racism left in you, you're, you can use that. It's, you're introspective to understand, geez, I man, maybe you're right. Well, let me put it this way. <laughs> when you watch the bit, Kristen, you'll still enjoy it. But at the very end, when he finds out he's actually black and he's not white, <laughs> and, he, and he didn't know it because he was blind, he finds out he's black and not white, he divorces his wife for being a big end lover. <laughs> oh, oh, brilliant. I mean, that Chappelle show was incredibly, incredibly good. But then, of course... Al Sharpton got to him. Jesse Jackson got to him. You're making us look bad. You're making white people laugh at us. Come on, man. Really? Well, first of all, we're not laughing at either one of you because you're worthless. Why don't you skip about five million more income tax? I think that'd be good, right? Yeah. But no, it was brilliant comedy, and I don't 
Do you think even Chappelle? No, Chris, and I want to very. I want your your honest answer. Do you think even though he was black, and his bits were written by a, a white guy too? Neil Neil co-wrote the bits with him and, and Jay Oakerson uh, too. Uh, oh, who's the who's the white white comedian who does F is for family? Um, oh, oh yeah, uh, Bill Bill Burr. Bill Burr was on. He wrote Bill Burr. Yeah, he did. In fact, the, the, in fact, he was one of the characters in uh, the uh, race draft. The yeah. racial draft. The racial draft. And the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> taken by the Asians. Taken by the Wu-Tang Clan. Taken by the Asians. Yay! <laughs> We're cheering. But I, do you think you could do hum, humor like that now, Kristen, or would it not even be allowed? Uh, you know, it's about black people, written by black people, but some white people wrote it, too. Yeah, I don't think it's allowed, honestly. Mm-hmm. I don't either. Enough that it, I don't it, either. Just, everything should have a place in comedy, but... I don't feel like we have any sort of tolerance for anything. Oh, it's, too, it's, so, it's sad. I, I, this is what it makes me think, too, because, you know, Ellen DeGeneres is coming back with a new comedy special on Netflix. Oh, right. And this is the perfect time for her comedy because it's so middle of the road. It's so non-offensive to everyone. She knew that this was the perfect time for her to make a comeback yeah. on the stand-up comedy yeah. special. Yeah. And she's leaving her show, I heard. She's quitting her show. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Said this probably be the last year. Oh my goodness! Breaking news: Penny Marshall just passed away. <gasps> oh God! Penny Marshall? Were you? Oh, Penny we'll take Marshall. a break. We'll take a break and come back with the Penny Marshall news. Tom Bernard show. Tom Bernard here to tell you: Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority's also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry, This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. What is this, like Christmas strippers? What? What? This Uh, is the Jackson 5. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Why am I not Yep. Up on the don't, house, don't, I don't think I've ever heard this song. Well, that song came out in like 1971, didn't it? Something like that. Yeah. Well, obviously, Michael's a very young boy. My <laughs> <laughs> voice. I never can he say He was a good-looking man. He was, and he was a great talent. I know. He was a good-looking man. He dove into that man. He just took the wrong turn on that cosmetic surgery. Jeez. Yeah, he did. And his yeah, we father. watched that uh, documentary. This is us, mm-hmm. or this is it. That's what this it was. Is this it. is it. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it was very, very good, as a matter of fact. I always liked Michael Jackson. I, I, I have no doubt that he was breaking the law sexually, though. There, I just, why did he surround himself with all those children? It because wasn't he all innocent. Was Jimmy Durant arrested development. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Arrested development is a, bit, a good way to put it. All right, Kristen, you want to give us the horrible news about... Yeah. I loved Penny. I loved Gary Marshall, her dad, and now yeah. Penny Marshall. Well, that, well, Kristen lives right Gary now. was her brother. Yeah. Gary, I thought it was her dad. Yeah. No, it was her brother. Yeah. Oh, She's older terrible. than you thought. And right over the, the uh, theaters, right across from the Bob's Big Boy in Burbank. Oh, yeah. Right. right there, the, the Falcon Theater. The Falcon Theater. It was uh, yeah, Gary Marshall's theater, and she and she performed there. She she performed there, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I have, have to say, Gary Marshall was one of the most wonderful people to interview, and he would remember you and would greet you with a hug in the kindest, most gentle way, and was always just a joy to interview, honestly. So, he was one of my favorites. So he was the Les Moonves of his day, huh? He was not. <laughs> he was not. That's, that's a different kind of hug, Tom. Yeah, he was a not, yes. No, I loved but Gary Marshall. He was like your grandfather. It was sweet. Why are you going to sell me this car? It doesn't even have leather interior. I'll throw in a pair of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Phenomenal. <laughs> great, great comment. Oh, so Penny, I did not know that Penny Marshall was 75 years old. Yep. I had no idea she was that old. Well, she did a lot of, wasn't she directing? Yeah. Yeah, she was doing yeah. a lot of stuff. She was. Yeah. And the first woman to direct a film that earned over $100 million at the box office. Huh. And what? the film was? Uh, I'm going to say it was uh, League of Their Own. Yes. Yeah, League of Their Own. That's Very one of good. my favorite movies. Which is a movies. great movie. I love that well, really good movie. That brings up an interesting story. Uh, can I, can, are there any women directors now that are, are, are prominent? Not many. I don't know. Are there? In film. Yeah, especially when, well, I would say, um, who directed um, Wonder Woman? Oh. Right. Yeah, that was a woman. Yes. Oh, the new movie. The yeah, new... and that was over hundred. Yeah, yeah, let me look it up real quick. But yeah, the, we'll there's up. no, uh, there's no, no one saying anything about directors and sort of. Yeah. Uh, the, and I believe most of them are Patty white, Jenkins. aren't they? Patty Jenkins. Oh, okay, that's yeah. yeah. But they're a bunch of mostly white yeah. guys, aren't they? They're directors. I would say primarily. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've there's got a lot some... of Hispanic guys directing. Yeah, that's true. And then you got Steve McQueen. Brian Kugler is a black, very well-known black director, yeah. of course. Yeah, you got Steve McQueen, and you got uh, um, Barry Jenkins. Yep, there you go. Steve McQueen. That Pretty sure new, he was white. There's this. No, no, no. There's a new guy. His name is no, Steve no. McQueen. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's a black director. Black awful Steve McQueen would do that. Uh, it was better to call him Butterfly McQueen, from. Uh, Oh, uh, Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind, yeah. Oh, he was born in 1969, so he's not new. No, no, he, well, he's... Well, he's newer than Steve McQueen. (laughs) Yeah, he's newer newer than the original Steve McQueen, but... born in 1969 was, I mean, was the original Steve McQueen well-known by then? Oh, yeah. He was known in the 50s for Mm -hmm. Wanted Dead or Alive. It was Mm -hmm. a huge TV show. He probably was named after him. Yeah, he was like he was damn good. I'll tell you that. So, what did Penny, dear Penny, die of? Complications, diabetes, complications yeah. from diabetes. Yeah. Wow, That's terrible. You'd think somebody with that heavy cake could take care of uh, diabetes. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, I shouldn't say heavy works. cake and yeah, diabetes. Yeah. What? How about cash on the barrel head? That's a better way to put it. So she okay, Laverne and Shirley. I know that's going way back there. Who was her co? 
actor. Cindy Williams. Cindy Williams. Is she still around? Yeah, Yeah. I just talked to her about a year ago. Very pleasant. What is she doing? Anything that we know of? Um, I don't know. She does a lot of theater, if I remember correctly. It's always funny when... There's like a lot of regional theater. Oh, okay. I like when news like this, breaking news comes out, you go to the Wikipedia article and see how long it takes them to go through and change every is to was. Oh, yeah. yeah someone gets true. on that really quick. They really? do. Oh, yeah. They, they've already someone already it. changed her yep. date? They have her death already. Yep. Wow. Yeah, but that can be just a, uh, just one switch, change all. Oh, yeah, they probably have that, like, ready for a lot of celebrities. Like, any moment. Krista, did you see it on Twitter? Because it seems like Twitter is right on deaths. I mean, faster than any other. I'm getting alert. I get alerts on my phone. So it came up on my phone right away. Oh, like you do a one of those. Oh, gosh, Penny Marshall passed away. The death app? What do you have there? The Google alerts? um, People... All, all of them from TMZ, People, oh, Us okay. Magazine, yeah. Hollywood Reporter, mm. whoever gets the death report first. Yeah. Deadpool. <laughs> wants to be the first Deadpool to uh, publish. Okay. The Cool Pool is what it's called. The Cool Pool. Yeah, we're having, we always have that guy on. What's his name? Uh, we have him on the first, first week of the year to talk about Deadpool. Can't remember his name, though. It's very dead like, and his name is very dead Mort. <laughs> yeah, Mort. Mort. <laughs> Pretty death like. That's about as good as it gets. I don't know. Uh, boy, I tell you, I, I just scrolled through the headlines for the day. Is there any good news anymore? Is all news just hideously horrible? Judge delays Flynn's sentencing, tells him you sold your country out. Next story, Trump Foundation agrees to dissolve with judge to oversee dispersal. Why? It, okay, that's an ad. Polar vortex could rear its ugly head soon. Alan Greenspan warning investors to run for cover. Well, the polar vortex thing, I wouldn't mind a little snow on Christmas, but... Yeah, there you go. But doesn't look like we're going to get it. Is all the news bad now? Is there any good news anymore? Is that possible? Uh, I, I know. I'm, I'm thinking about like what has been good news recently, God, <laughs> because just... I feel like we only sell bad news. If you turn right, on, that's exactly right. And watch network television. That's what they're. That's what they're giving you. And they want to give you the worst news about what's coming out of D.C. and mm-hmm. what's coming out of Congress and how horrible everyone is. And, and they. And, they... and if we don't like someone, we try and get them fired. That's so fun. Yeah. If you look at. Uh... All of the reports that come out of Washington, the most recent environmental report, says, oh, oh, we're all going to die. But the same thing was said, you know, in the 60s. Oh, we're all going to be overpopulated. We're not yeah. going And then there was somebody in the 19th century that said, oh, we're all going to die because food production is not going to keep up with the population. Oh, yeah. Every, like, 15, 20 years, there's a new apocalypse scenario that's going to kill us all. And then it doesn't happen. And then they come up with, oh, actually, this is what's going to kill us all. It's been happening since I was born. Yeah. So they're always wrong. They, that's the only thing that sells. That's the only thing that gets attention. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose it is true. I don't know. The, the whole the whole thing is just... Well, look, was it uh, William Hurst? He told his people to, to write nothing but negative stories because that's what sold newspapers. Mm-hmm. That's what they do with the Washington Post. That's what Jeff Bezos does now with WOPO or WAPO or whatever the Washington hell they call it. Washington Post. Yeah, I mean, it's all bad news. It's just terrible. Yep. 
But I will mm-hmm. tell you this: the sensitivity to news news sites and newsprint now is zero. Nobody cares. Yeah, that's the thing: is they've made it so no one believes anything they yeah, say. Exactly. So, I mean, about a week ago, they said that I did something on the show thirty years ago that would be horrible to have done, and I thought, oh my God, this is going to be a problem. Nobody alive even chicken nobody even hands. mentioned it to me. They don't read it or they don't care because they know it's not true. They know it's just BS. Uh, I don't know. Well, news, newspaper is going to be out of business out of business very soon anyway. Well, I think there's going to be a major shakeup. Most of them are going to go out of business, and the rest of them are going to be, yep. you know, someone's going to buy them, and then they're all going to be like, we're the ones who tell the real truth, and that's going to be like the new thing is you can trust us now. Yeah, I hope so. I hope that's true. Kristen, how do you get your news? Twitter? Uh, internet, 100 percent internet. Yeah, okay. yeah, there you go. Totally. I mean, you know, now are they news sites on the internet or what are they? Um, usually Twitter is where I start, um, and then I usually look at several sites. Between, I don't look at CNN that much, but New York Times, I look at quite a bit. Yeah, we're talking hard news. Um, I do look at Washington Post. I will sometimes click over at Fox just to see what they're. Saying, so I kind of understand the other side, even though sometimes I'm like, wow. Um, and um, CNN's a little bit too much sometimes. I, I feel like CNN and Fox are like exactly the opposite. Yeah, they are. And soaking the flames on, on either side. I feel like you can find a little bit more common ground um, somewhere in the middle. Vice, I think, is kind of interesting. They have some interesting deep dive articles. Right. Do you? Yep. Yeah. I like some of the deep dive articles, honestly. Yeah. Do you, uh, uh, and when you write, where, where are you, are you, are you a printed vid digitally or in paper? Everything, everything's digital. I did, I actually did one print article last month for Inside Dance, and I thought, wow, I actually got a magazine that I can hold and touch my article, but everything is digital. Cool. Okay. I mean, that's how, well, that's the way the world is turning yeah, anyway. It is. Um, you know, it's a, I don't know. The world has gotten to be such an odd place now because of the way they handle digital now. Uh, they can make anything look any way they wish to. They can make something look like it's absolutely gigantic and all the stats they use are fake. That's very, very scary on, on digital. Uh, the fact that Alexa now... what what? Oh, God, what's the, what's the one call where they put the, um, the camera up in a tree kind of watching your house? What the hell is that called? What? Next. Is that next? Is, is it, I think you might be right. It might there's, be next. There's a few uh, home Nexus. security Nexus? systems no, Nexus. that you can get. This guy's walking on his own uh, sidewalk up to his house, and his next, or whatever it's called, says... Starts, nest. Nest. Yeah. Nest. nest. That's exactly yeah. what it is. It's nest. That's 100% true. I was wondering where you were... That's exactly right. So, and if you could you find that story on Nest because what that thing says to him is terrifying. Well, I'll need a little. Well, Nest no, is social security a... number, his phone number, every, just tells him all his personal stuff right out in the open in front of everybody. It's like what, what the kind hell? of system is that? Sound that sounds right. like a bug that should have been fixed. I read mm-hmm. it this morning, so or I know it's out there somewhere. It, it was a white hat hacker who uh, hacked into his system and read so it right it, off. It was, a, it was a white uh, hacker. That's exactly what it was. So you saw that story too, or you just know that's what the, it the, is. The only the only source of news that I get is the KQ Morning Show. 
Is the that's the that's the news source. That's I make that true. stuff up as I go along, so that sounds good. <laughs> that's good. Hey, you report you reported the nine eleven thing, and I go, whoa, that was I so. Am. I remember you saying, I go, whoa, that, that was is weird. quite an honor to be in the Smithsonian over that. That's very cool, actually. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't. I don't see the story in here, but yeah, it's it was Nest, and it was a white a hacker. That said, you're very, very vulnerable, and I'll tell you how you're vulnerable. And he started listing all this stuff. Just out there in the open air. It's like, oh, that's great. That's what we need. Yeah, because Nest used to, was a thermostat. It started out. Yes, it yeah, did. Yeah. And it was a, it was a you know, online kind of yeah. system, uh, intelligent home kind of system. And you you can have your thermostat. You can turn your lights on and off. You can have cameras. You can have, you got that thing you talk to. I ain't get, I'm never getting one of those. No, not a chance. It listens to everything no, you do say. It. You no. don't have one, Kristen? I do not. I refuse. They are recording everything. They right are. Now. I just don't know how do that's wonder. legal. How, yeah, well, how is that okay? Well, it was just last week. Tom mentioned something on the air, and he started to get ads on his computer. Yeah, I did. Yeah. That's 100% true. It's a hundred percent true. So it, it that the complexity of those systems, those big data systems, are uh, oh yeah, I remember. Real. When, I don't want any parts. Of I remember what Facebook. I mean, how long has Facebook been around? A long time, right? Ten at years least, at least. At least. Oh, at least ten. More than yeah, that. Yeah, I remember. I would just we would just type random words in, mm-hmm. you know, on comments, and all of a sudden an ad would pop up just for the exact same thing. As mm-hmm. you as you put any topic in, there will be an ad. You put Belize, you'll get an ad for a trip to Belize. I mean, it's unbelievable how fast it happens. Well, here's the story. When your security camera makes you feel less secure, there might be a problem, especially when a voice emanating from the other end claims to be a white hat hacker from the anonymous Calgary hive mind. And that's what Andy Craig tells Arizona Republic uh, newspaper. Happened a few weeks ago when the real estate agent was in his Phoenix backyard, heard a voice speaking to him through the Nest Cam IQ camera inside his home. It's the creepiest way possible, or in the creepiest way possible. Who is this, Greg asks warily in a video he took. The voice on the other end replies, you've never met me. I'm a security researcher from Canada. Hence the white hacker nickname, which indicates someone who purposely infiltrates a system to warn users about its vulnerabilities. There are so many malicious things somebody could do with this, the voice continues. Uh, he just went on and on about all this personal information that Andy Gray So what's had. the white hat hacker trying to, they're trying to sell a security system? Yes, oh. that's exactly Or, or, or they, 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 they will sell they will sell vulnerabilities to companies so they can be corrected. Yeah. Or they're, or they're, it's just a system to, to help uh, get rid of those problems. All right. Now we have to say goodbye and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to Chris. And we won't talk to you for three weeks or eight years or something. It's terrible. <laughs> something like that. I'm going to talk to you next year, I guess, January oh, yeah, 8th. That's January right. 8th. We'll talk to you in January 8th. We love working with you. Have a very, very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And here's to 2019. Same to you. And thanks to all of your listeners. They've been so good to me this year. I appreciate it. That's terrific. I'm really, really happy to hear that. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show.